Welcome to the Proper Sense Podcast. I'm Keith, and I'm joined with my co-host, Eric. And we're going to keep this short and sweet this afternoon. But uh, Eric and I got on a, a topical conversation as it's tax season. And we thought this would be a good time to let you guys know our thought on tax returns and, and how to handle what appears to be free fund money that's just handed out to you at the beginning of every year. Eric, what's going on with you? Not much. Still just dealing with a sick kid, but uh, he's on the mend, so that's good. So have you gotten your big tax return yet? Do you have an earmarked for any uh, sweet new uh, digs or anything? Oh, yeah. Vacations, maybe, uh, maybe uh, I don't know, buying a new toy like a four-wheeler or something. You know, it's, it's free money from the government, right? Yeah, isn't that how that works? Um, we work all year. The government holds onto our money, make sure that we uh, pay all of our taxes, and, and they take a little bit more than they should to, to make sure they don't get shorted. And then they return it to us, right? And a big lump sum that for those of us that maybe aren't the greatest at savings, that sounds like a great plan, right? It's like a it's like an automated savings account run by the government that makes sure that I'm not spending all that money during the year. That's right. It's a giant tax-free loan that you give to somebody for a year to hold on to and work with. And so if you're if you love that idea, I offer right now, if anybody wants to send me $300 a month, I will hold on to it for 12 months and I will send it back to you on April 15th. Every single cent guaranteed. Yeah, so a, a brief history on, on why the government uh, holds your tax dollars throughout the year. So it didn't used to be that way, but without getting too deep into a historical uh, education here, the government quickly found out that people generally couldn't be responsible enough to actually set aside the amount of taxes that would be owed at the end of the year. And so they decided to start doing that on our behalf. And so essentially, the government pulls money out of all of your paychecks and all of your earnings and sets it aside at a certain calculated rate to ensure that at the end of the year, when taxes come due, those dollars are there so they can collect what is due them. The issue that Eric was alluding to is that when they collect over and above to ensure that they get their full nut, they're using your dollars as a loan tax-free for the entire year. Dollars that you could be investing, earning interest on, saving uh, for your college, your kid's college, however. But in turn, they've taken those dollars and invested them and used them over. Then at the end of the year, or at the beginning of the year rather, they send you a check, which people seem to get excited about. But we, we seem to take the inverse perspective on that. For people that have no budget and struggle financially, um, it's often one of the biggest windfalls that they get. And it's, it's reliable, you know, it's coming. Um, it's often in the, in the realm of, you know, thousands of dollars. Uh, depending on how you have your, uh, your paperwork filed, it can, be, it can be pretty significant. But the, the flip side of that is that you could also be getting that money in the form of a higher paycheck on a weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly basis, whatever your pay frequency is. So, you know, just simple math here. If you get the, an average return of, let's say, $3,000, that's the equivalent of losing $250 a month on your paycheck. And so when you have a properly structured budget, financial plan, and you know what you're doing, there's no reason why you need to defer getting that money because you could be setting that $250 aside for whatever you wanted to use it for or just baking it into your overall plan. So like Keith touched on, you're not earning interest on it. You're not gaining anything. You're not, you're, you could be using that to pay down your debt, for example, if you're carrying a credit card bill with a 
20% interest rate of $3,000 and your plan is to pay it off with your tax refund, well, you could have paid it off last year if you just had a structured budget and were putting that $250 aside. You'd pay less in interest, uh, you'd, you'd end up coming out as a net positive versus just waiting for that, especially because there's always that temptation to buy that thing or those things or take that trip or do whatever it is, where if you just have a properly structured budget, you could be utilizing those dollars throughout the entire year. And that's what we're talking about here. So I've heard so many people say that they're okay with the government holding on to it. They get excited when it's tax return season because like Eric was alluding, you know, 3000 bucks into the account, that can be exciting. And they might not have the propensity to themselves to be setting that aside. Well, that's not what we're talking about here at Proper Sense generally. We're talking about not going with the masses. We're, we're talking about thinking through your financial decision making and, and, and doing incrementally all things right or as many things right and paying attention to them as you can because they all add up a few thousand bucks here, a few thousand bucks there. And so this is a, a little more advanced technique to be thinking about how to you know, ideally get exactly $0 back at the end of tax season, uh, or maybe even O if you're able to budget out and set money aside for it. But uh, again, this can be a complex matter, but here at Proper Sense, we're trying to drive home this idea of being in control of your decisions and your finances and not allowing that control to be taken from you. And this is just an example of that. Uh, and so putting those dollars to work with you, understanding how the tax code works, understanding when you get that new job or you fill out that W-9 at the beginning of the year, how to actually fill it out, what you're trying to accomplish, and then budget for it. Now, on the flip side, depending on your dependents being claimed and certain things like that, if you're just you're receiving a wage from an employer, it can be difficult to exactly balance your tax burden to zero at the end of the year. And so if that's the case and you do get a tax return, that's okay too. But we would argue that there should be a line item in your budget where that will eventually fall into it should be thought as as income as it is income not a windfall that was just granted towards you so it, it may be enticing to take that money and finally take that vacation because you've got it or maybe to pay down a bunch of debt maybe that's the appropriate thing to do with it but if you're monitoring your finances and your budget appropriately your budget will tell you what to do with that money that's right. And so for anybody that's interested in recapturing a little bit of that, you don't want to shoot too far and owe a bunch at the end of the year, obviously. But all you got to do is go to your HR department or whoever's in charge of the employee stuff, um, employee benefits, and ask them for another, a new W-9. And you can go in and do the simple sheet where you just list a few dependents and, and, and go through it that way. But there's also a section where you can sit down for 15 minutes, you know, grab last year's tax returns or your pay stubs, and you can do a calculation, figure out exactly how much you're going to have to owe and, and actually set aside the appropriate amount and you can get that closer to zero. So you, you don't always have to get it right on the head and you're never going to be able to be that successful with the math, but you can take those thousands of dollars and instead of waiting for them next year, you can start recapturing it now, put it into your budget and like Keith said, save appropriately for that vacation or save appropriately to pay down debt. Do it now rather than waiting until next year. And it's this thought process, it's these thought processes on every decision that you make, what insurance to select through your employers, uh, your dependents, your tax situation, 
All of these will add up over time and as an aggregate, as a collective, if, if you start paying attention to these, you will be better than 99% of the people out there. And these are all little pieces, little breadcrumbs on your roadmap to financial security. So it's fun to start thinking about these things and doing what's best for you, your family, and your financial situation. Eric, while we're on the topics, it's about the time of year too where some more stimulus checks were probably sent out. Is the same is the same true for those, or is that actually just free money? We should just go buy some stuff with it. Well, in in the basic sense, yes, it is free money. Uh, in the long term sense, no, there will be there will be ramifications from that, but that's for a different time. But either way. Yeah, we, there's a lot of people out there that are that are genuinely struggling and these stimulus checks are going to help. And that's what they're for. For the people that have done reasonably well in the work from home stage for the last year has been very beneficial. You know, this is the prime opportunity to grab one of those windfalls and use it towards one of your financial goals that you know deep down you need to be working for, whether that's paying off high interest debt, uh, building a little bit of more of an emergency fund, setting some aside for your kid's college, whatever that may be. It may be tempting when that thing hits your bank account to go buy that new toy, to go take that vacation. But remember, this is one of a, a very unique opportunity to be able to advance those goals um, that you're not going to get forever. Well, there you have it. There's our quick thoughts on tax refunds and, and stimulus check. I think the underlining idea that we're trying to instill in you all is to be financially prudent and to think through all of these decisions as they'll all compound and point you in the right direction to financial stability. Eric, do you got anything else to add before we wrap this up? Keep investing and let it compound. Thanks for dropping in, guys. Join us next time on another Proper Sense podcast. And as always, you can find us at propersense.com.